high-tech Torah musings with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com. The Gig Economy and Judaism The, the digital revolution has created many economic opportunities for those who are willing to take on the risk of self-employment. So many people have chosen to become independent contractors, you know, consultants, who work. They work from job to job. The one person described it to me as, you eat what you kill. Right? Both the risks and the rewards are greater when you work for yourself. So often these gig workers are creative types who work on specific projects. So they have more flexibility in their work schedules and, and therefore more ability to attend and get involved with communal activities. So it usually does not take long for a shul or a communal organization to ask a gig worker to help out with something in the office. You know, design a logo or an ad, build a website sing for the community, speak in public, you know, etc. Uh, this can cause a dilemma among gig workers. How do they respond to this request? When Yaakov began working for Lavan, so Lavan said to him, Are you my brother that you work for free? Tell me your wage. So for Isla Voloshiner, in his Pe Kadosh, so explains explains it's based on an earlier Rashi. When Yaakov met Rachel, he said that he was her father's brother. So of course he was not. He was just a distant relative. So rather, explains Rashi, Yaakov was Lavan's brother, his equal in treachery. Achiv Beramos. He was his brother in, in treachery. What does that mean? Yaakov was a tzaddik. So Yaakov could match Lavan and thwart his evil plans because he, he had the same strengths as Lavan, but he used them for good. So so Yaakov was Lavan's brother in Ramos, in treachery. So similarly here, Lavan was concerned that Yaakov was working for free. So was it due to a hesitance to ask for a salary? Or was it because Yaakov was his brother? He was a tricky fellow who would later demand an unexpected, perhaps outrageous payment for his work. So are you my brother that you work for free? Is it that you're working for free because you're my brother and you're going to try to trick me? So it's unreasonable to expect someone to work for free. Asking them to do work for free puts them in an uncomfortable position. It's similar to asking someone for food. They might be embarrassed and say yes when they really mean no, but it's just to avoid, they say yes to avoid embarrassment and this is tantamount to theft because you're using someone's services or someone's goods without their true consent. Not only is it wrong to ask a gig worker to contribute free services to a shul, it can cause future problems, right? Well, they may not be treacherous individuals, and they're not Ramayim, but eventually they'll, they'll feel used. They'll have bad feelings to the shul and may demand payment in arrears. So rather, the proper way is to, to treat a gig worker is respectful way, to use their talents for communal benefit. The way to do that is to offer to pay them for their time and for their services. If they volunteer or they offer a discount, so they give their time and skills willingly. If not, they are convenient workers who understand the customer's needs. But, but most of all, they feel like respected and valued members of the community.